Yes, the city of Vancouver made a big move on the downtown east side encampment on Wednesday. We're going to unpack that starting right now. The hows and the whys. And it all begins, indeed, with uh, somebody who has decided to make a big move, and that is the mayor of Vancouver, Ken Sim. Large entrenched encampments like the one uh, that we have on East Hastings is not a viable model going forward. And the, the, the longer the East Hastings encampment continues, the greater odds that more people will lose their lives. All right. So everybody agrees that what's happening on the downtown east side is untenable. Okay. Right. We can agree to that. There are a lot of pieces of this puzzle, though, and it's got a lot of people quite upset. But at the root, at the base of this, the risks along Hastings streets, while varied, have been mostly a concern for Fire Chief Karen Fry. It was almost a year ago that she said it had to be cleared for safety reasons. Uh, many, many fires later, here is Chief Fry this week. The specific risks include blocked exits, obstructed fire department connections, which is how we get water into the buildings, combustibles accumulating against the buildings, unsafe use of propane and storage of flammable liquids, open flames, and there were continued amount of outdoor fires in the area. And of course, the Vancouver Police Department, the VPD, playing a big role in keeping streets safe, trying to at least the encampment, making their job definitely more difficult. Street level assaults within the encampment have increased 27%, and nearly half of those are now being committed by strangers. More than two times a day, a person is being assaulted in the encampment, and approximately one-third of the assaults are serious assaults or involve a weapon. Chief Adam Palmer there. The other side of the want-to-decamp Hastings Street are the people with nowhere to go. City Manager Paul Mokri isn't convinced the sweep will help at the end of the day. Most of the people in Vancouver who are unsheltered are not on Hastings Street. They're in other parts of the city. That's not going to change with today. What we're seeing here is a situation where this encampment in its current form is clearly unsafe. That's what we have to deal with today. It's not going to solve the issue of homelessness. And we've heard from residents of the downtown east side, people who live in rental apartments or own a space there. One woman in particular stands out as she was saying, you know what, it's unsafe for me. Twice a day I'm harassed or worse, walking through these tents on the way to the space that is my home. And then there is also the unhoused person like Krusty Poirier. The, the plan here is cyclical for them. Where are you going to go? Uh, probably out back. I wait a day or two and I'll come right back. That's what we did last time. I've been, I've been here for almost two years straight. As you heard, likely on the Simi Sarah show, is the plan for the city to continue to go down there and, con- and, and ensure that the tents do not pop back up, that an encampment does not uh, reemerge on the downtown east side. But as our next guest, you know him, you love him, you hear him on CKNW. He's a political analyst. He's a former city councillor. He's my co-host of Unspun Podcast. And George Affleck, we're going to do a little Unspun Live here as we're going to talk through <laughs> how we have been discussing for five years, 10 years and beyond uh, mm-hmm. the issues that we're seeing downtown east side right now and trying to make change down there. Thanks for doing this on your holiday. <laughs> no problem. My pleasure. Yeah, this is a, be- a sea change in, in the government uh, and how we manage our city, I think. This is not just a one-off kind of move. This decision by the mayor, 
the police force, the fire department, uh, is a new strategy that uh, is really a step to the strategies of the way we used to do it pre-Vision Vancouver, where there used to be an ongoing campaign to not let people sleep on our sidewalks, that there were there was constant uh, you know, tenaciousness to dealing with it through staff and in a kind way, mostly. Uh, but yeah. over the last 10, 15 years, uh, that that policy kind of changed and staff were told to leave uh, these people alone and let them camp wherever in parks, on streets. And, and, and we are where we are now. And as a result, uh, we have a new council, uh, majority by ABC, and they've made the decision clearly, uh, which you know would be considered by, brave by some because they're going to take a lot of heat for this. Uh, to decamp uh, Hastings Street, and I would think uh, any other place where we start seeing these things pop up. So talk us through, George, is how you saw this unfold. It was a leak at first saying uh, this yeah. was going to happen. Talk, to explain that from, from your perspective. How does a leak happen in City Hall like this? Oh, yeah. Well, somebody who had access to internal documents uh, got them out there to the public uh, through various sources. Who knows? Who knows? I think we. I think the staff at City Hall probably know, but uh, yeah. uh, I don't think we'll ever find out. But it, it ramped up the speed at which we have. They had to deal with it. Uh, right. It said, "Okay, I guess we got to get go time." Um, and uh, so we saw this uh, this move on the, this week as a result of that leak. So it, then it went. It went from leak to uh, we are in full effect. It's happening. Mm-hmm. And then first thing Wednesday morning, a lineup of VPD officers and and you know flanked by uh, bylaw officers, city staff workers who then were literally tossing um, immediately into big garbage trucks, uh, tents mm-hmm. and furniture and belongings. The belongings that the people and but it was eighty tents that were very entrenched. Right, the people that were mm-hmm. removed on Wednesday, George. These are not people who were open to the idea of moving elsewhere. Uh, no, from what I hear from my sources, uh, yeah, and 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 we've talked about this before in the show and on our show. Uh, there's been a a really um, slow process. They started prior to the election campaign back in August, I think, in helping people find homes that were down there that were willing. Uh, when they had things that they wanted to keep, they they cataloged it and stored it for them. If they wanted to, they had buckets and stuff like that. So they did this for the, since August until this week. And finally, to the people that were left there, they said, look, you know, it's time is, time is up. We've given you every opportunity and, and tried to help you. You're not moving. This is not safe, and and we need to do this. As you heard from Paul Mokri and the basic theme from all the speakers that you just played, yeah. the theme was about safety, and yeah. not about homelessness or housing or all the other things that are you know red herrings when it comes to a lot of what's going on, which is, is about safety. Fires uh, are happening regularly. You heard from the police that there were assaults happening every day. This is not okay. a livable city. This is not a civil society that uh, we require our government to uphold. Um, and that is the decision by this government to move forward and, and do what they did. Jody Vanson for Mike Smith, along with George Affleck, political analyst, former Vancouver City Councillor, my co-host at Unspun Podcast, as well as a fill-in uh, host here on CKNW. And George, before the break, we were talking about the downtown east side sweep, uh, the decampment of the tent city that has been ever growing and ever more dangerous, a fire risk, a, a crime and and um, serious uh, safety risk to the public, to people who live and love the city of Vancouver, the downtown east side included residents of the downtown east side who actually rent spaces or own spaces down there or businesses down there. Um, but more and more, George, 
the people living in those tents have been referring to themselves as residents or have yeah. been referred to by members of the media or the public as residents of the downtown east side. Your thoughts on that? Well, I worry that it's normalizing uh, the, the, this kind of living arrangement, which is not normal at all, to, to, to basically squat on the streets, the sidewalks, or to take over parks in, in these tents. Uh, it normalizes the language, uh, and I worry that this then normalizes this, this kind of behavior. Or this, it, these people are, are, are homeless, apparently. I would su- assume unless they don't, and this, unless they want this to be their home. So I'm worried that, that, it's, that the language is making this, you know, normal, and it shouldn't be considered normal by any government or any organization. This is this is terrible that these people have to live in this situation, and we need to fix it, and we need to find homes for these for everyone who's in these situations who are basically homeless, living on our streets. Right. So you and I have spoken on our podcast, keep mentioning Unspun Podcast, because we literally have talked about this issue because we're going into year five mm-hmm. of our podcast. And and we've almost talked about it every week because it's it's like whack-a-mole of camps. Right. Where are mm-hmm. these people supposed to go when you when you send everybody, you know what? Too bad. We're taking we're taking your stuff because while there are people that are like, clean up this city. And then there's the other side of it going, what are you doing? These are human beings. Is there middle ground mm-hmm. to be found here, and what does that look like? Well, I know we have this challenge, the homeless challenge, across Canada, across America, across so many uh, countries uh, that yeah. homelessness has become a big issue. And it really started 30 years ago, and we've talked about this a lot. There were decisions made in Canada specifically related to funding social housing and how it worked. As a result, over the last 30 years, we've had about 45,000, 50,000 units not built and how many homeless people are in Canada? About 45,000, 50,000 people. So mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's a direct relationship, but uh, yeah. there's absolutely been no real good solid program across Canada where we as a nation share this cost, this problem, uh, and find ways to build homes for, for the, the people that are living on the streets. And, and th- this doesn't happen. Of course, there's the mental health care is- the problems as well, the drug addiction. There's a, this whole package of things that are really causing this problem. And, and I don't feel... Given what we went through with the pandemic, we showed uh, internationally that we could solve a problem quickly. Yeah. Um, why are we not doing the same for drug addiction and homelessness uh, and housing? I, I don't understand it. And this generational is a, this is a trauma. pandemic in itself. Right. Yeah, totally. we, we, got, we have yeah. to speak to, to the, how we have failed on so many levels here. And for years, we talked about the downtown east side being a, a, just a, a money pit uh, you know, $365 million. We used to say that all the time because it was a million dollars a day. It's way more mm-hmm. than that now. We're over a billion dollars a year to sustain this. Where might that money be better spent? I want to hit the phones uh, yeah. just real quick. Real quick. Yeah. Uh, let's go to Al in Aldergrove. Al uh, has a comment that he wants to uh, bring to the party here. Al, your thoughts on what we're talking about. Welcome to the show. Well, it is cr- good. Yeah, good morning, Jody and uh, George. Um, uh, Nanaimo, I think they have two lots there. They took and they fenced it with, with, with about a seven or eight foot fence. They have a security guard at the door, and all the people live in there now. Mm. And I don't know why they, you know, the government, they, doesn't the army have great big tents? Couldn't they take and get a couple lots somewhere, take a, a big tent like that, put it up? They can have their little tents inside the big tent. And they can have their little community in there, and they look after it in there, and and you have some security guards, so you don't let the 
you know, um, this, the this crime element happened. come in. Yeah. It, Thanks, Al. You know what? You're, you're bringing a great point to the party here, Al, as I say. You know, George, uh, this is something you and I have discussed with just a uh, minute yeah, to go I, here. But is that ghettoizing, though? Or is that yeah, putting that, people in? There's a big pushback from that idea within the people who support and, and help the homeless. They think that that is uh, almost a, a jailing kind of situation where you're putting them in a, in a sort of institutionally controlled area. This is not, uh, it doesn't fly, I don't think, with the, with the community. And it's, uh, it's something that I don't even think the majority of people would want to see either. We want to build proper homes, houses, units for these. I think the, the temporary modular housing program is a very good one. Uh, yeah. And that needs to be expanded outside of Vancouver, across the region in a bigger way. Everybody needs to step up. Vancouver has been stepping up for years now on this on this file. It's time for other cities who have not been stepping up across this region, across this province, and across this country. You look at any, you know, this whole NIMBY thing about, you know, it's got to stop. We've got to allow there to be uh, we need true to social housing built yeah. quickly. Yes, everywhere. George Affleck, mm-hmm. as always, thank you for making time for me when I fill in here on CKNW. I appreciate you on this Good Friday. Have a happy Easter weekend. All right. Thanks, that is George, George Affleck.